I came up with the the with Trap Kino after working at the casino. I was just like, I'm gonna just do comedy. I'm gonna just do what I want to do. And I just got tired of uh, seeing people lose so much in the casino working in that environment. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna create something else. So I just put what I love to do, what I found out with my husband, and I just made it my own. And that's how I came up with Trap Kino. What up, though, Black Friday family? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Fridays podcast. And as you know, we have another very special dynamic guest joining us today. Somebody who I just learned has been creating black history or has created black history. And we're going to get into that some more. But I want to introduce you to none other than Miss Darnita Davis. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Black Fridays podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And you are the creator, founder of Trap Kino, correct? I am. I am. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Trap Kino is a new attraction to Detroit. It's a comedy-based Kino event. It's comedy, Kino, hip-hop, R&B, a little bit of reggae. Um, we play a couple rounds of Kino, kind of like bingo, and you win cash and promotional prizes. It's kind of dope. Now, before we had started the interview, I've been thinking about this all day. So help me understand the difference between bingo and Kino. <laughs> so bingo is... Um, like, of course, it's still like playing the natural bingo game, B-I-N-G-O, with numbers. Mm. Kino is uh, the same thing, but it's just with numbers. Instead of the B-I-N-G-O, it's just random numbers. Mm. And um, you call how you want to play the game. So sometimes uh, I tell people we're winning this game straight down the middle, diagonal, straight across, four corners. You kind of can play along with how you want to win the game. So it's just kind of the same type of game, but just a little different. And then how do you, how do you, uh, how does Trap Kino differ from regular Kino? So Trap Kino is, um, it's still the, the game is the same, I guess you could say per se. Um, but the difference is uh, we, I kind of tell a couple jokes and play around with the numbers, um, making it the numbers identify with something relatable. You know, with mm. whatever we're, you know, just having fun with it. And um, sometimes the comedians call out the numbers as well. So whatever numbers they call out, they make it relatable to anything that they're doing or just anything funny that they kind of go about. Um, as far as the board game, those are, uh, that's Kino through picture. Okay. So more so, um, if you're familiar with the game Pokino, that's a picture Kino game. Um, the board game reflects that. Okay. So a couple of different aspects, I guess you could think about. I see. So it's a few different variations to keynote. Like yeah. base, you got base keynote with the numbers, and then you can, you can free, you can finesse it however you want to outside. Yeah, of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play it how you want to. Like that's the fun part about keynote that makes it a little different from bingo. Mm. Bingo kind of is like five in a row you win, which we kind of do that as well with um, trap keynote. Um, but I think that. Uh, Sometimes people just, oh, oh, 34 or B27, like mm -hmm. that kind of can just be too much, especially if you're trapping and you're drinking and you're having fun. Yeah. You're not going to keep up. Yeah. They literally be like, slow down. Wait, what was the number? Hold on. Wait, mm -hmm. I can't hear, you know, or just they they get crazy. Exactly. You ever played bingo? 
Yeah, probably a long time ago. Okay. Have you ever been to like bingo for money? No, as I never adult? played. Nope, never played for money. It gets crazy. I bet. It I bet. I, I already know. Especially like uh, I know they like to play them in the the uh, elderly care facilities <laughs> and stuff. Like, I can only imagine what them people <laughs> be the going seniors. through. Yeah, they get your little check and then you go. You got to play bingo. You got bingo yeah. night. I know it'd be lit in there. Yeah, the seniors, you know, that's a I I, I work with seniors as well. Mm. So um that's a totally different community. Um, but it I mean it's all just it's it's really good, innocent fun. Nice. Yeah. So I'll take a pause there and I want to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. <laughs> So, okay. yeah, so I did some research. I know that you are a performing artist, so you, you rap and you sing. Is I that do correct? not rap and sing. <laughs> well, you, you might need to update your Wikipedia page. Or... I do. <laughs> okay, so so let me tell you why that is there. The reason that um, it says online that I may rap and sing, and some people know this, some oh, people Oh, hold on, don't. wait. It actually says it because I was joking. So listen, <laughs> it says that because I offer what's called um, trap lip sync. Okay. So that is a portion of trap kino that I do do um, live singing, and I lip sing different rap songs. Got you. Okay. So I, I've read that before. Okay. So it's funny you say that because someone else has said that to me. And um, that's something that we do. People ask me about often. So like, part- you be singing, you rap. I'm like, <laughs> no, that ain't really my thing. I sing other people's stuff. Yeah. And I just have fun like that. So it's partially true. Yeah, it's partial true. Okay. Well, Freestyle yeah. Friday, a little bit easier than that. It's just a bunch of uh, random questions. They're all about you, so you shouldn't get them wrong. And <sighs> no, I just, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay. I just need you to answer each one and answer honestly. Okay. That's, let's go. I'm, more, I'm more a little nervous for some reason. Okay. No, don't don't be. Don't be. I won't. Yeah, we're going to make it easy. So, okay. um, we're talking about Trap Kino. What, who is your favorite trap artist? So... So as far as like just strictly trap music or are we talking about like hip hop in general? Because that's one thing about um, I feel like with trap, you Mm -hmm. know, people try to put us in like a box like, oh, trap music is like Lil Wayne and Jeezy. Mm -hmm. and You know what I mean? 4-2 Doug or 21 Savage, you know, these type of people. But um, are we could we are we thinking hip hop in general? No, I want I want no trap. I want no trap and hip hop. Yeah. Um, so as far as trap artists, honestly, I think the hottest um trap hit rapper to me, Two Chains. Mm. Two Chains is the hottest to me. He has the most fun music, is versatile. Men love it, women love it. Mm. So I think Two Chains is the hottest. Um, but my favorite probably lyricist. Will probably be J. Cole. Okay. Shout out to Cole. Yeah. And as far as it trap, used to be Jay Z, but okay. it's, it's more so Jay Z, J. Cole. Jay, basically Jay Z Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love J. Cole. That's so, what's up. Yeah. All right. So as far as we're talking about Kino and you also created a board game, what is your favorite board game? And you cannot say Trap Kino. <laughs> What's my favorite board game besides Trap Kino? Because mm-hmm. nobody traps for fun like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, gotta say honestly, Monopoly. Nice. Monopoly and and Trap Kino, I think is the next Monopoly. That's what's up. Have you ever played Monopoly Deal with the just the cards? No. Oh, that's the a quicker way to play Monopoly. 
Oh, that's the problem. You got to try it out. It is? Okay, I'm, I'm going to try it out. Try I'm going to try out. it out before I judge it. Try it out. No, it's I fun. I think I actually like the fact that Monopoly takes time because that patience is something we don't have. Mm-hmm. And Monopoly, actually, if you are an entrepreneur, a business person um, in that field, I think Monopoly is one of the more basic fundamentals of real um, entrepreneurship. Right. That's yeah. a fact. That's yeah. a fact. So. so I know that you have... Um, that trap kino was a way for you to be able to try out your comedy. Who is your favorite comedic? Who is your favorite comic? So my favorite comedian um, was Bernie Mac. Mm. Always was my favorite. I feel like that was someone who I'm more so uh, related to than anyone because um, mm. Bernie Mac raised his sister's children. That was actually true. Mm. And I feel like that was something that I went through because I was raised by my aunt, my uncle. But then I feel like now I'm damn near M Bernie Mac because now I'm raising my mother's children. Mm. So it's a little bit on both sides, I could say. It'll be Bernie Mac. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. And then uh, a book that you read or a favorite book that you have or would recommend? Um, honestly, the best book I could ever read is the Bible. Um, it's helping me understand the world in a totally different view. Um, but I can honestly say probably Disruptive Thinking by T.D. Jakes is what I'm working on. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, shout out to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Fridays. Thank you. So I told you it wasn't going to be that hard. So much pressure. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Nice, nice. So appreciate you participating in the randomness and want to go back more into your journey as to what led you into doing Trap Kino and then some of the events that you do um, in and around the city. So uh, one of the questions that I had was why Kino particularly? So, um, <clears throat> so what? So when I came up with it, I didn't really just come up with the concept like things always have to happen for you to create something or to want to be a part of something so what happened was my husband um who is now my husband because at the time we was this is my boyfriend Mm -hmm. um I would I would go to his family and they would play Pekino and I never knew what Pekino was I'm from Inkster I don't know we did games but I just never knew what Pekino was but that's something that more people know if you're a, a gambler. It's a card game that's like a bingo-based card game. So um, it's poker kino. So that's why it's called Pokino. Mm-hmm. And um, they taught me how to play the game. And it was basically like a bingo board. And it has all of the different cards on there. So Ace of Spades, you know, Ten of Hearts, all of these different random cards on the board. And then, you know, you cover it up five in a row, four corners, whatever. That's how you play the game. And um, I don't know. One night we all played it as family. I think we played it like a dollar a game. And then had like another dollar for uh, the bonus bet, which was like three in a row. Mm-hmm. And um, whoever wanted to bet on that. And I was just like, this is so dope. Like, this is so fun. I had so much fun. It, we were well-rounded in age groups. Like, his grandmother was playing and she was in her, like, she was like, at the time, like 85 or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, someone in their 80s playing to, you know, I'm tw- I was in my 20s at the time, maybe. And it just brought all of us together and we just kept playing. And I was just like, I love this. Like, this was so fun. And he's just like, to him, he's like, I've been doing this my whole life. It's nothing to me. Like, okay. I'm just like, so what if we do this? Like, what if we just have something and do this? So um, 
I came up with the the with Trap Kino after working at the casino. I was just like, I'm gonna just do comedy. I'm gonna just do what I want to do. And I just got tired of uh, seeing people lose so much in the casino working in that environment. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna create something else. So I just put what I love to do, what I found out with my husband, and I just made it my own. And that's how I came up with Trap Kino. Nice so. and. In addition to the game, there's that entertainment element to what it mm -hmm. is that you do. So like you said, you might do some karaoke where you might be lip singing and stuff like that for right. like hip hop and stuff like that. But talk about the importance of the entertainment piece about the events that you do or when you're hosting and doing these trap kino events. And like, how does that add to the overall experience of the game? So um, doing Trap Kino, I, I, I didn't know, I knew I wanted to do comedy, but I didn't know how to be a comedian. That was something that I didn't go to school for. That was something, you know, when you funny and when you just you, you just you. You know what I mean? You can't tell someone how to be, mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense. So I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do me and, and just created and my focus was just getting the foundation together of okay I'm just gonna get the microphone and I'm a, I know I can host it I can you know I watch videos or I read upon um you know speeches and you know being either if I am I'm doing uh entertainment speeches or am I being informative or you know I kind of look into those things to see how I wanted to make the foundation mm -hmm. really but um for the most part I really was just like the only way you can learn how to do it is to just do it so I wanted to just use something to try to get me to the place that I really wanted to be eventually I do want to be you know of course people calling me like, can you come here? Can you come there? Like, I can't wait to get to that space. But it really took for me to learn the foundation of what I really wanted to do to create the game. Mm -hmm. So creating the game was actually like more of the easier part. It was like, oh, I just get numbers. Once I found out like, oh, Pekino, um, that's only like, Eight, the most people can play that game is like 18 people. I'm like, no, I want to do a whole event, so I'm going to just do numbers. Mm. And I start looking into things like that. I start looking into um, bingo and how many uh, people can win or, you know, what's the ratio. So it took for me to do a little bit of digging and getting things together. The first board, I said, oh, I want it to look like this. I, I kept how the first boards look. And um, I started mastering things on my own. So I started getting into Canva. I started really working the business. Mm -hmm. And and um, I just, I mean, I use that to really make it better. But as far as hosting, I did do the first one by myself. Mm -hmm. And people was like, you were so funny. It was so great. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> but one person was like, you should get a real comedian, though, because... You don't really know what you're doing. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, kind of brought me down. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I was like, you know what? I can. So I went and hired someone. And I was like, well, they'll just co-host it or I'll call them up. You know, so still mm -hmm. figuring out those tweaks on how to make it fit. Um, so after that, I was just like, I, I love comedy. So my vision on what Trap Kino was started to change. And then it went to, I wanted to do this because I thought it'd be fun to everybody. Now it's more so, oh, I can provide a place where comedians can get paid. Like some, a lot of comedians don't get paid right. on everything that they do. So I could be one more venture to allow them to get paid and for their craft, for what they love to do, you know, and then I'm putting a couple dollars in their pocket. Mm. 
eventually be a lot of dollars in their pocket. But of it's I, I pay pretty well. Of course. But um, but I thought that was just opportunity. So speaking of that, um, I would love to get your thoughts on this. Um, uh, why didn't Cat Williams mention you in his interview? I don't know. You know what? Because he don't even know he's on my game yet. <laughs> he don't even know. He doesn't even know. He should have said something about me. When he come to Detroit, he going to be like, yeah, y'all trapping all the way around. I had a dream that Tra Cat Williams did say something about uh, Trap Kino, so it's coming soon. Cat Williams, if you listening, tap in. Trap Kino. Cat Williams, listen. I, I, I just want to be at the shows to just tell more people about Cat Williams. I'm just saying, if you need me, I'm here. <laughs> but for, for for sure, like I would love for him to hit my stage one day. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Going to put that out In into the time. universe. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, I got to ask you this because I'm I'm curious about the business behind it. How the hell do you develop a board game? <laughs> like, how do you do the packaging? How do you come up with designs? How do you actually get it manufactured? Like, what, what does that process look like? So, um, Wow. You coming with some fire. This is Black Friday podcast. Okay, <laughs> this is Black Friday, all right. So um, when I first came up with the concept of the game, my goal was, I was like, I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew that I wanted to do picture images and I wanted to create a game that supports everyone. So this game is a, a mixture of a lot of love, you know what I mean? From people that, you know, I support on here to hip hop, R&B, anything that we have culture-wise just coming together. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, you know, I'm really like kind of in a sense making history, I guess you can say. And um, I was like, I, but I need everything to be authentic. So I went through looking for artists to help me create this game. So that took me to ask around. That took me to just be in the right place at the right time and tell some people uh, what I was trying to do and who I was, and they helped me get to where I had to go. So the artist, first I started with the artist. Um, the first artist I came through, he he was a he's an amazing artist, and his budget was way too much for me. And I don't think he kind of grasped the concept but he just drew so well. I was just like, well, how much would you charge me? He was like, yeah, starting off probably 10 people, about 10,000. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know what? That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, just, I come back to you another day. Right. And so it really was like, okay, what do I really want? And I've ended up finding someone. Her name is Allison Sims. Um, I found her because she's a mirrorless in the city of Detroit. Nice. Yeah, so she does, she's done so many different things from uh, things for the Pistons to Key Glock to, I mean, just different people in the industry. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know her for what she actually did until I basically got her in my face and I just started looking at her resume. And um, she was like, well, I, I like what you're telling me. Like, this is kind of my first time doing something like this to this measure. Um it took me eight about eight months to create the actual game. So that's from, um, it's 52 images. So that means it took me that long to decide on what images to use, mm. what I like, what I didn't like. We had to get sizing together. We had to make sure the fonts was together because I wanted to use the same fonts that kind of like uh, Bic or the, the cards, you know, like yep. um, the, you know, cards, yep. the same font. Cause I was like going in that, you know, 
So it took a little minute, but um, for the most part, after I found the artist, um, we got the boards together. I had created my second set of Trap Kino boards. I was like, you know what? This is Trap Kino. It's a Detroit-based business. So I created the boards and I put the city on the back of the boards. Mm. And um, the artist was like, why don't you Why don't you use the same background? Like you got the city in the back. Like that's supporting the city. Um, you know, use that for your board game. Like I think that'll be good because I was asking like should we change it up you want to draw the city she like that's too much like you got it like use what you have and I was like okay well let's do it so I, I was really proud that I made everything kind of like authentically um if you do look at the box like the trap and the kino like in that that's the water from you know just that the lake mm -hmm. you know of going over to Canada that water over there and everything is just so authentic and mm -hmm. um I just wanted her to make it where Trap Kino was in every image some way. Yeah. You know, so rather somebody wear it, but everything was hand drawn. Mm. So I didn't put no name to no faces because <laughs> you may think it's you, but it may not be you. Right. So don't Allegedly. be trying to come at me. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah don't try to. You don't know. No. <laughs> but yeah. So it, it, it is what it is. Some, it's something special, though. Nice. And then yeah. uh, can Packaging. I, I'm yeah, I was going to ask, can I ask like the manufacturing of it? Cause obviously it's pieces that's involved. Like you, mm -hmm. once you have the designs, like you got to get the boxes and how you got those manufactured. So I have a, um, so the, the, so actually I have a good friend. His name is, um, his name is actually Mojo. He's a hip hop artist out of the city of Detroit. He mm -hmm. does music. And, um, I was telling him, I said, you know, I really need someone that's going to print this and it, it has to have a certain look. I wanted it to be printed um, with a certain type of value. I wanted it to be shrink wrapped properly. I wanted the cards to be right mm -hmm. because it really costs to do, um, you know, and then the the amount of paper right now. So like paper is, there's a paper shortage. We would never know, mm -hmm. right, regularly, but there's a paper shortage. So it took me a little minute to kind of find a place, but I ended up finding um, all pro color and I deal with a direct individual. Like I have to, so when you're like an entrepreneur, you the boss or something and you, you have, you care about it so well, like you have to be able to deal with so many different opinions. Yeah. And honestly, when you a boss, you want to, Make sure you go into the direct person right. and have a relationship with them because it costs so much to produce. Mm. So you don't want none of your time, your money, your energy wasted. Right. Um, so they got me with somebody that really helped me um, push it with the manufacturing. So it's a pretty penny to make. I sell it online for $60 mm. to manufacture it. It's not much less, but it's, it's a little less. Okay. And... Um, the more I sell, of course, you know, the cheaper it can, my production could be, but I, it's still hard getting out. And where can people buy? I mean, I'm gonna have you repeat it later, but yeah. since we're on the topic, where where can people buy Trap Kino right now? So, um, some people actually purchase their board games when they get tickets to my events. Okay. So I have it where you can put one in the bag, and when you come to the event, we you know bag it and have it to the side for you. Mm -hmm. Um, or you just buy it directly off our website. We offer like a flat rate shipping fee, um, because the goal is to really just get it out there. So I, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> I lose a little bit, you know, as yeah. far as the finance tip, but the goal is for everyone to still trap for fun. So exactly. I'm exactly. And then there's different variations of it as well, right? 
It's coming. Oh, oh, so these are in these pre-production. No, these are so I have it. I have the first. So this is the actual. So the Trap Kino board game. This game. Um, this is it. Mm-hmm. When you buy it, this is it. Right now, I'm working on an- another version of the game. Oh, so there. So that's the game, but there's different versions of the Trap Kino experience. Yes. Okay. So you can get a ticket to my event, mm-hmm. which is you know you'll play the game, but this isn't the game. But you'll play the regular Trap Kino game that the originated game with the numbers, and you out with your friends like a hip hop bingo Kino. Mm-hmm. So um, I created this board game so they can have that same experience at home. Mm-hmm. So that's just the different variation of the game. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm curious. This question just came to mind because I talked to a lot of people about this from different standpoints of just doing business. And so we know about your journey that you had in terms of being able to work with so many different people and build this from the ground up. But Mm -hmm. I'm just curious as far as like your within your network, how were you able to either take support or find support there in terms of creating this, curating and creating this thing or or maybe I let me stop there, and then I ask the second part of my question. Okay. Within your network, how are you able to kind of tap into your village to get this thing done? So, um, of course, like for honestly, I uh, I was more so like okay. After I got tra- I have a trademark, and I'm you know copyright and everything. I was like, wow, I really uh, as far as the event. I was like, I created something new, you know? So when you create something new, my vision for Trap Kino is going to be so, it's so large, mm-hmm. right? Um, Trap Kino was the beginning of my career as far as an independent uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, it was just like whatever I had to do to get it going. In the beginning, it was just, oh, I have a little money here saved up coming out of the pandemic. And then I was working at the casino. I have 401k. I have savings. Um, me and my husband, we bought a house. So I had we have money put to the side that we properly managed, you know. Um, but I don't come from a background of really having your know, stuff together where you can pull funds mm. for that. So I've never have I've still never gotten a loan. Mm-hmm. Okay, for my business. Shout out to that. Yeah, is it? No, yeah, just shout like, out to yeah. that. Keep it all yeah, independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. It's three years, mm-hmm. and I still have never gotten a business loan. Um, and I'm more so. I am looking still for funding. I haven't gotten funding, mm-hmm. so I've independently did everything. Um, the only thing I think that the challenge is is that when you independently do everything, because you're striving so hard to make it work, um, you exhaust certain things so my credit has went down my Mm -hmm. husband's credit and went down you know because you believe in the dream Mm -hmm. not knowing that it's gonna take time for the dream to really flourish right you know what i mean um so it costs me over a thousand dollars to do let me just break it down to you on another end right Mm -hmm. because we in business so we can talk like this you know can i be honest with you right break break it down let me just break it down to you so to do an actual event it costs me about twelve hundred dollars And I'm gonna say twelve hundred dollars, at least a thousand to twelve hundred. I keep it there. I say a thousand because I have to pay for the venue, I have to pay for the DJ, I have to pay for the security, I have to pay for the staff, I gotta pay for the bartenders, I gotta pay for everybody. Then on top of that, I have to make sure that I have gifts to go out to every single person that I'm giving when they win. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a whole budget outside just to get it going. 
before the actual event. Mm-hmm. So then once the event comes, it's like, hopefully these ticket sales. I've been doing it three years now, and my ticket sales were not always selling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just imagine, I was doing it every two weeks. So I was losing grands and grands and grands and grands every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to stay consistent. You want to stay believing in it. You want to still push it. You want to stay, you know, and then you find you figure out ways to make the cost go down. Mm-hmm. When I started, when I first started Trap Kino, they didn't have to move or, you know, like yeah. Amazon wasn't popping like it is now. Right. So it, it just made things so different. Um, but at the same time, oh, I got a cousin that do uh DJing or mm-hmm. oh I got somebody that can do I have a brother that can do security or I have someone that can do this and that and what you figure out is I can't keep hi- I can't hire people without these experience because some weeks they come some weeks they don't right you ain't paying me this week I'm not coming or <laughs> you want me to wait on them ticket sales that didn't sell last week you sure I need to show up today like right. so um you know you you kind of I I've exhausted my village mm-hmm. if you want to be honest mm-hmm. Um, I've exhausted my village where it's like it's times that I have where I'm like okay we about to have another trap kino it's coming up they're not excited mm-hmm. it's my vision it's what I kind of wanted to do and sometimes when people have those when they go through those hard times with you they just remember the hard time you had last week and they probably questioning why are you still going why yeah. are you still doing this and you didn't make nothing last week so you might make one one ticket this week if you you sold three last week you know what I mean so mm-hmm. um, and that could be hard for some people to say I think that for me I'm at the point where I'm enjoying that like the journey yes yeah. I'm enjoying the journey like I know what it feel like to have a a event and no one show up. Mm-hmm. So so nothing's going to be new to me. You know what I mean? I didn't start big. I didn't start on someone else's platform. I didn't start on somebody else's stage. I created the stage and the scenery myself. So I think my skin a little thicker. Right. You know, it's made me stronger. Um, but yeah, I have. I've exalted. It, you got to have some really strong people and you got to know that you're doing it for a reason. You mm-hmm. was placed for it. Like, I feel like I was blessed and placed to do this. Like, nobody else can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it had to be me, so. And I was going to ask as a follow-up to that. So, what's the, what do you feel like is the motivation that's the driving force in you wanting to continue to keep going, stay consistent, keep building, keep pounding away at this thing uh, for it to be, to for it to continue to grow and expand? Like, what's that internal thing that's telling you, like, keep going? Um, what's internal for me is to be honest, like, um, so when I was younger, when I was growing up adolescence, my aunt was addicted to the casino. So she was addicted to the casino. And when I became an adult, I started working in the casino. So I worked in the casino, but as a child, I seen what the casino did. I hated it. But then when I became an adult, it was like, oh, now I have children to feed. I got a life. I need, I okay, I'm not using it for that. I used to work. You know, I made, I was making the most money I've ever made in my life with a degree mm-hmm. and I wasn't even using my degree. You know, I have a degree in business. So that's another thing, like the background just there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, going through that, it was just like, yeah, I still had the same feeling. Even after working here, there's still some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's like my Goliath. 
Never, never again. So, I ain't going back, basically. I ain't going back. Yeah. Don't, don't go to to the casino. Come to Trap Kino. There you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like that one thing of, I know I'm not the only person that feel like that. I know I'm not the only person that has felt like that. And, um... Believe it or not, like I was young and we was going through poverty. You know why? Because my parents was addicted. Once they lost, they was she my aunt was in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know my aunt wasn't the only one. I, I have some aunts that was in there. I got some cousins that was in there. I got a brother that be in there. I have brothers that's been in there. And that bug is one that I wouldn't wish on nobody. Mm-hmm. But it's just like for me, I feel like it's a new day, it's a new time. And if we create things that's just gives us something else to do, mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be so many people addicted to places like that Mm. you know so i'm changing lives one day at a time i love that so trap keno is the healthier alternative to instead of you know being able to go down that dark road of possibly gambling gambling addiction things like that so we i actually call it a positive gaming environment Mm. um mainly is because that's really what it is it's a positive gaming environment it's going into an environment with people that you love mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a boo boyfriend friend sister brother whatever mm-hmm. going to an event with people you love getting some comedy where you can laugh and it's good for the soul mm-hmm. and have fun playing the game so it's positive all the way around now speaking about positivity what do you have to say about people throwing hands over dominoes uno uh Monopoly, fighting? yeah, fighting, yeah, oh it happened all the time. It happened all the time. <laughs> Anytime you sit down to play Uno with some serious. people and they say, "How do you play?" or spades, and they say, "How you play?" It's gonna be an issue. It's not. It ain't supposed to be that serious. It's supposed to be just for fun. That's see, Trapino, you ain't got to do all of that. Right, see, you ain't got to throw hands at Trapino. You ain't got to throw hands at Trapino. Everybody wins. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't like that because I'm gonna be mad. You throw something on me, and it's gonna. Yeah, over spades, just over spades. Yeah, no, nah, that's too much. And why don't people teach people how to play card games like spades? Like, what's the why? Why we do that to each other, especially in, in our community? What What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. When somebody <laughs> when somebody be like, "Oh, I ain't never played spades. You ain't never played spades." Can right, y'all well, show me? Yeah, 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 who yeah, yeah. Get out so the way. So they're not open to teach it. Some people don't know how to teach. Believe that, it or not, that's a good point. Some people just don't know how to teach. I feel like, um, you know. It's not that easy to be a leader, mm. you know, and we can and, and that's just history shows that it's not that easy to be a leader. You got to be a different type of um, individual to go against the grain. I feel like even with Trap Kino, I'm kind of like going against the grain. I stepped out on faith in the job and, and for real, for real, I was I, I was straight. When I was working there, I, mm-hmm. I mean, my life was fine. I was driving new cars. I, I mean, I was fine. But I think that um, when you do go against the grain of trying something totally different that's new, um, I think people aren't uh, open, especially I think in Michigan, only because I can speak from being in Michigan. Right. People not that open here for new. And I feel like that's why it's taken me so long to get popping with Trap Kino. I went to Atlanta and people was damn near pulling me side to side to do it there. Mm. But here it's kind of like, eh. So, but I like the challenge because if I can get it going here, I can take my energy and go somewhere else and mm. I'm going to really flourish. Absolutely. So, yeah. Got you. Got you. So what do you see on the horizon for Trap Kino? We talked about it a little bit, but in terms of the events that you do, the actual game evolving, and just for for you yourself, what do you see in the, in your crystal ball for the future? Oh, it's so much in my crystal ball. I can just see it right now. No. <laughs> um, so 
Are we talking 10 years? In the next 10 years, honestly, um, my goal is I'm franchising Trapkino. So I'm hoping that I can get a facility. I will be working on getting a facility uh, at least one in each city Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Um, Definitely, definitely want to uh, go outside of that and do like Bahamas, Mexico, and just kind of have these tourist locations and mm-hmm. you gotta be get able on the cruise ship yeah you gotta do it ship. yeah you gotta get so on the cruise I'm ship you're a clean up now. yeah you're a clean I'm, up i'm working on that now um i sent some stuff back um and forth to carnival just to start off there um but carnival yeah tap in. carnival tap in tap in with me carnival they probably watching <laughs> but yeah so i am um gonna try to do you know something different like that so that'd be dope yeah and then um i have a couple different versions of the game um i don't want to speak speak too too quick Mm -hmm. on that of what i'm working on with the game um but i do i will have a couple different versions of the game coming out for sure yeah so how can people tap in with you? What's all your socials, your website? If they want to buy a, a so, copy of the game, um, if they want to come to an event, what's what's all that good information? Yeah. So I, I'm i at Trap Kino on all social media platforms. Um, LinkedIn, I'm at Darnita Davis. I actually am looking into a LinkedIn course right now. You know they got LinkedIn courses for free. For every, yeah, they do. I am trying to really um, master LinkedIn uh, more than anything because – that's just the business based foundation, uh, more so than Facebook now. And um I I really see some big things for for the future for Trap Kino. Um I'm also working on some things on another end. Like I told you, I do senior events. Mm-hmm. So I host a senior events for seniors called Disco Kino. Mm-hmm. So that's for seniors um like fifty five and up, sixty and up. And um I've been kind of looking into some different locations, doing it at different locations in the city of Detroit, but that's a little bit harder. I'm trying to work with our future mayor, Mary Sheffield. Okay. And um, to get the seniors really out for something like that, um, that's just a little bit harder of a budget because it's different. I'm not a senior, so um, it's not like a lot of of the senior community know me. Mm -hmm. So I'm more so looking to more organizations to kind of fund that. Mm -hmm. And then I also do a teenage event called Teen Kino. So that's um, my nonprofit that I'm working through. Um, Their slogan is Teens Empower Each Other Now. So it's teenagers uh, basically walking with integrity. Um, so they host a, they I host the event for them, but it's their own event. So everything is ran by teenagers from the security, the food, um, the entertainment. We play a couple rounds with them and I get people to come in and do motivational speaking mm-hmm. or teach like some type of dance. Dope. So kind of like ballrooming for a mixture of kids to teach them that. So another outing for the kids to get them active in a different way. So you got something for the older generation and younger folks and then everybody in between. Yeah. Dope. Thank you. Dope, dope. Well, appreciate you having you on Black Fridays. I love being able to hear more about your story and your journey with with Trap Kino. So I'm grateful we had the chance to uh, to connect on on the platform and look forward to seeing all the amazing things that you do from the event standpoint. And then also I'm looking forward to seeing how this board game take off because doing it independently is is super dope to me. So definitely excited about that.
Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. Yeah, the independence of the board game. I, honestly, this is the hardest baby I've ever had to birth. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest baby I've ever had to birth. So, um, I mean, I, I I can say honestly, I'm I'm very happy that you guys, you know, were open and asking, you know, for me to come on. I any I would tell anyone come on through. I love podcasts. I think that you guys are the next. I mean, just the next level of where the world is going. You know, we're in the middle of a shift right now. Mm -hmm. So talk radio, podcast, you guys are the eyes and ears to the world right now. So keep on letting your your light shine. For sure. I, I can I can do that. I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Everybody that's watching, tap in with y'all soon. Appreciate y'all. Peace.